and one smile to go, please. Welcome to our Weeb There Yet, an exploration in education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough, your anime gender-bent Bayonetta? Question mark? Hmm. Bayonetta. Oh, hello. It's just, oh god, I don't know what that would be. Would it be like a super buff guy? I mean, like, super no buff, shirt? huge penis. Huge, or would it <laughs> always close ups, tight shots on it, or would it just be mm-hmm. like the sexual, elegant bayonetta, but just masculine? Oh, like, I'd like to elite? imagine everything is the same except just a very buff man. Okay, yeah, but still, that level of sexuality is brought to it, <laughs> and still has like long Fabio hair. Yeah, yeah. In the first game, and the second game is cut off. Excellent. <laughs> I we don't know that enough out. about Bayonetta to continue with this bit. Oh, okay. They're Me very neither. good games. They're extremely over the top and just ridiculous, and I love them. Anyway. My knowledge of her is Big Boot from Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfun fact, the boot's made of hair. All of it's made of hair. It's it's a hairy game. Oh, no! Yeah. Sorry, you said Super Smash Brothers. I was thinking of the Mario green boot from Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> that's also made of like, hair. How does that factor in? That's, that's Koopa hair. <laughs> oh, Fun no. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> Their shells are made of hair. Koopas the have more hair. You know. da, 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 da. That's why if you jump on them, they react. <laughs> They're not protective at all. <laughs> you jump on them, you're ripping the scalp off of them and the shell. Just caving oh in their God. brains, which are on their backs. Yeah. We have to move on. We have to. <laughs> We've gone it's to getting a worse. weird place. It's somehow getting worse. Ah. Uh, well, I say that because. Because this week I have chosen a show called Haven't You Heard? I'm Sakamoto. Which yeah. the, like, he looks he looks like Bayonetta. That's the he, very fancy lad. Looks like Bayonetta, and that's all I know about the show. So that's what I'm working with. Yeah, yeah. we have high school boy Bayonetta, and that's it. <laughs> uh, haven't you heard? No, I have not. I am very sorry. <laughs> I live under a rock. I'm a social recluse. I honestly, I don't even know where I heard about this show. I just heard the title, and I was just like, "That sounds like some shit," and added it to the list. <laughs> It's a bold title to have for a show. Exactly. So I've read like a one sentence description of it, and that's all I know about it. So I thought it sounded good and funny. So I'm ready to give it a go, you know? Take that plunge. Take that risk. Yeah. Roll those dice. Kakagurui. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very Will scared this be a because. Critical failure? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm very scared because uh, uh, I'm afraid of unlikable male the uh, lead character syndrome and mm. get a hyper cocky no game no life sort of thing. Uh, and I'm well, I'm scared. I'm scared. Only I'll say time it. will tell. Huh. <laughs> I can't promise that, but I love see. being scared. I love. I live on the edge. <laughs> 
That's the well, thrill well, of anime. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. watch the first three episodes. Shall we get this icebreaker started? Hi, uh, hi, Sakamoto. Nice to meet you. Let's chat. Nice let's, to meet you, Sakamoto. Let's, let's get to know each other. Charm to make your yourself. Oh, Jesus, no. Not college. <laughs> Oh my god, have you heard the latest rumor about Sakamoto? Oh my god, he's so cool. Oh my god, cool. tell me. He's so hot. He, he, uh, he stopped a bus from crashing into a little Pomeranian in the road uh, because he tricked the bus driver into stopping so he could apply to college and get his life on track. Oh my god, I love that for him. He's so nice, so sweet to strangers. Oh my god. He's just so motivational, just turning everyone's Brendan, lives around. Go? Come you know, on, I heard Sakamoto's got a hog. Us. Sakamoto's got just like a... Oh no. <laughs> Never mind, you're not allowed to play with us anymore. My mom just called just, and she said you have to go home. He's got a third leg. <laughs> Yeah, oh let me God. let me get that kickball back from you. <laughs> sorry, uh, my my dad sorry. says it's new and he doesn't want me to uh, no. lose it. No, I thought we were gonna play. <laughs> anyway, uh. that's pretty much what the whole show is. Bye, everybody. <laughs> that is, yeah, that sums uh, it up. yeah, this is uh, this is a one premise show which I uh, shit on all the time, but it <laughs> works. <laughs> it works so. It is well. masterfully so done. <laughs> Turns out when good things are good, they're good. Weird. Impressive. They're good. Good is good is good is good. Which is weird to say because we all hate the show, right? Yeah, totally awful. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. It's so weird. It's rare for us to come out so um, positive so about I... a show right off the bat. <laughs> right? Um, so I want to start off by reading the Hulu description, which I feel like <laughs> is pivotal. Um, Sakamoto may be a first year in high school, but he has the class, grace, and skill to rival royalty. Girls love him. Most boys want to be him. Models are upstaged by him. All while he bravely duels wasps and gallantly combats bullies. Yeah, the wasp part. Yeah, wow. That's one thing that happens, and they put (laughs) it in the description on Hulu. But it's definitely one of the most striking of, like, yeah, this shit's wild. It's wild. It's buck wild. And we're going to talk about it. So here we go. I really liked the opening scene. I like everything about it. I don't know why. I just thought it was so fun and casual. It's just these three guys. Um, they're Later they say they're playing volleyball, but they're really just standing in a triangle, just like hitting it to each other, kind of playing like keep it up. Um, what is with Japan and prolonged uh, volleyball sequences for comedic effect? <laughs> As I don't know. As someone who's been watching a lot of Haikyuu recently, Japan loves it. <laughs> <laughs> what can they say? Um, and one of them is complaining that he he just can't get into the game. Uh, and his other friends, his two friends are like, oh, well, again, like, this is always you. You just can't get into it. And then he says that it's it's about the new guy. It's about Sakamoto. And just everything he does makes him mad. It's pissing me off. No, I'm and then so they go mad. On, <laughs> so mad about this guy. Um, and then he goes on to say, like, 
oh, he's kind of good looking, but all of the girls want him. Like, what's that about? And then his friends compliment him. And then he compliments one of his friends. And then his other friend compliments his other friend. And it's so good. <laughs> this they just, immediate- they're just all complimenting each other. This immediately reminded me of the, like, bullies from Kids on the Slope. That we made, like, yes. closet bullies. Hey, maybe we'll just, like, exactly. hang out like, beat him up and, like, kiss sometimes. What? Yeah, take his pants off and we'll, like, hang out, like, casually naked. What? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, that's probably one of my favorite bits we did on the show. Yes. I mean, this, yeah, this gave me the same thought. <laughs> but, like, honestly, it just felt more wholesome of, like, uh, they're all slightly uncomfortable saying it, but they're like, no, you, you, hey. you got good hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, you have yeah. a strong jawline. You're pretty. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they get they get uncomfortable about it, and they all start laughing, and then they drop the ball, and they all just kind of go, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get the opening, and before the opening song, we have like a narrator talking about how Sakamoto is stylish and cool in everything that he does, and then the opening song is just about being regal and cool all the time. This opening was a lot more bumping than I thought it'd be for a very elegant, fancy show. It was show. fun. I loved mm-hmm. the part where he was just doing, like, a broom band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was just using brooms. So good. <laughs> um, And then, these three fellas, they're in the classroom, and they're setting up a prank for Sakamoto that when he opens the door, a dirty eraser from the chalkboard will fall on his head. And the girls classic. are like classic. And they're Boom, girls fucking the class, roasted. Like, oh. <laughs> Demolished. Uh come on, don't do that. That's not nice. And they're like, shut up. And I'm like, gee, I wonder why girls don't like you. <laughs> hmm. Are they all like Let me do some the- calculus. <laughs> <laughs> um and then of course, when he opens the door and the eraser falls, he simply catches it with ease. And the girls and the boys, not the bullies, but the, all the other boys in the class, go wild. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody likes him. Um, and then he goes to the bathroom, and he goes into his stall, and the bullies follow him, and they throw a bucket of water o- on him. But of course, he has an umbrella. Huh. He's ready for it. He's like, oh, I He's knew the weatherman said it would get wet today. <laughs> Yeah, he's, oh, a little bit I mean, of showers. For Sakamoto, it's always wet. Ha-ha, he's handsome. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and then he goes back to class, but they've moved his desk. They, they've tossed it out the window, and then all of the girls are like, oh, Sakamoto, you can sit next to me. We can share my desk. And then he's like, please, let me just sit in your lap. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. I, I just, I just need to. I need to feel something. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but then, I this was probably my favorite one. I loved this. He opened the window and just sat on the windowsill. And all of the cherry blossom petals yeah, are just in. floating into the classroom. <laughs> oh my god. It's stunning. Uh, we forgot to add, like, desk next to window in classroom on the bingo card. Oh, yeah. that's definitely a trope. Yeah, mm. he has that. Where else would um, you sit? Yeah. By the door? The criminal. Ridiculous. Don't be absurd. Uh, and then, 
we see the bullies smoking underage uh. smoking. <gasps> and they make a point of sh- showing the cigarette box that says, like, no underage smoking. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Rather than censoring it, they're just like, hey, this isn't cool. Anyway, continue smoking bullies. Love it. Um, and they're just being mad about Sakamoto like they do. And they say, like, how could he be so popular? He just got here. <laughs> um, oh, technically and, uh, new student or transfer student? Yeah, transfer student. Well, didn't we say that, like, unless it's like in the show where it's like, hello, class, here's your new student. Yeah, it's true. It's hard. Isn't it just yeah, beginning fair. of the year? He's already there. Yeah, he he's he's popular. That's kind of what we decided in Kaguya that like because class president had like a reputation and it wasn't being the new kid. Yeah. Because Sakamoto's reputation is glowing. Just so fine. <laughs> so fine. Um and then the bully that wears a beanie from now on I call him Beanie. <laughs> uh, asks yeah, asks if they want to do him in for real. And I was just like, oh boy. <laughs> oh my. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Murder? <laughs> oh, I mean, maybe that. I was thinking somewhere else. but Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> oh boy. He's real fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see Sakamoto stylishly cleaning the classroom. And a boy comes and he's like, hey, uh, teacher needs your help uh, getting ready for tomorrow. Go to the science room. And Sakamoto's like, okay. And then he gets there. And he's pulled in by the bullies. And they <gasps> tie, tie him tie him up. So, I mean, what who knows what's about to happen. <laughs> um, and they, like, ask him where he came from. And he was like, I came from a private school. And they're like, oh, great. So, like, no one's going to come save you? Sick. <laughs> Rad. Uh, and they, like, talk about what they're going to do to him. They say stuff about chemicals and also stripping him down and i was just like boys <laughs> i wrote Jeez. it down it was strip him down to his socks and send pictures to the girls in class and it's just like that would just huh. make him more popular i was gonna say <laughs> well they're in the science lab so they're like yeah let's experiment with some of these like acids and chemicals yeah, and then we'll send the picture let's so it's like let's not Link. send sensual nudes to all the people who love him <laughs> let's, send let's his... show his like deformed body yeah, after we mutilate him uh. um yeah wild um and then <laughs> there's a fire because their cigarettes caught on fire Karma. That's why you don't smoke, kids. Hi, Smokey the Bear here. (laughs) (laughs) Only you can prevent classroom fires. (laughs) It's been me this whole time. I have a very specific job in Japan, and specifically cigarettes in classroom science rooms. I would not doubt for a second if Japan had a mascot for that. They got mascots for everything. I love (laughs) it. Sure, yeah. Um... But no, they don't even show the bullies smoking the cigarettes in the class. They're just like, oh no, our cigarette, like... They just caught on fire. Was it spontaneously (laughs) combusting? Like, what happened? I don't know, but I love it. Um, and then they they rush to get out, but the door is stuck because there's, like, a broom thing on the other side holding the door closed. Oops. Um, and then Beanie gets his cell phone out to call somebody... But then his battery dies. Oh, it's also worth mentioning that he did take a picture of Sakamoto before this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, so his battery is dead. They can't call anybody. And then another one turns to the shelf of chemicals. And he's like, maybe we could do something with these. And then Sakamoto is like, no. 
<laughs> what if uh, we don't? didn't? But he's just like, Sakamoto is chilling. He's calm. But Sakamoto's then, also untied now. Yeah, he somehow untied himself in this. <laughs> um, and they're like, how are you so chill? Like, what are you going to do? And he's like, ah, buffoons. And he gets up, <laughs> gets up and takes his jacket off. And then he just starts sidestepping back and forth. Like, he's trying to, like, intimidate the fire. <laughs> um and the three boys are like, "Oh, look at the look at the look in his eyes. He's so determined. Oh, he's like picking up a light breeze. The fire is getting smaller." And then the three of them are like, "We better join in." So, that classroom is apparently above the teacher office, and they're making so much noise that the teacher's like, "What the hell is that?" And one of them goes up to check it out. And when he opens the door, he sees four idiots dancing around a fire. <laughs> and the fire's much, uh, much bigger now. Yeah. Um, and then he grabs a fire extinguisher from somewhere and puts it out. You would think that they have a fire extinguisher in the classroom if it's That's a what I was chemistry yeah. classroom. I don't know. <laughs> um, but so Sakamoto says, like, the reason I did that was so we could make noise and someone would come up. Um, and then he, well, like, I think he says that in his mind. Um, and then he takes, like, full responsibility for the fire. He says that he was teaching them how to use an alcohol lamp. Um, and the teacher is like, well, it's nice to help your classmates, but you still gotta write a letter of apology. So that's, like, his punishment, his detention. And then he's like, oh, that's fine. I'll write it in calligraphy. <laughs> I am the fanciest lad. <laughs> um, and then, <coughs> sorry, hold on. <coughs> whenever he was like, I had to learn cursor for so many goddamn years. I'm going to use it whenever I can because that's how I feel now. Because I don't, I never mm. use that shit. <laughs> I like cursive. Um, and then the bullies are like laying on the floor laughing, and they're like, oh, "Haven't worked up a sweat like that in a while," and they're just like in a good mood. <laughs> they're um, all jovial now yeah and then the beanie kids phone vibrates so it's working somehow now hmm and he opens it up and he sees a picture he sees the picture he took of sakamoto and he's just like oh oh, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and then he keeps it it's a pretty boy and then we see them playing volleyball again and they're talking about how sakamoto played them even though he saved their lives. <laughs> um, and they're, they joke, because the beanie kid, he's not as into it anymore. And in, uh, as into making fun of him. And they're like, oh, haha, he stole your heart, huh? And then huh? he's just like, well, I mean... What if? <laughs> he's pretty cool, huh? Huh? Um, and yeah, that's, that's that. And they drop the ball again. Mm. Um, and then we get a scene change. It's raining and windy, and we see a bird struggling to fly. And then Sakamoto passes by it, in the, and he's, like, fighting against the wind, and he's he's chilling. And then the bird tries to fly ahead of him, and they kind of, like, start racing. Um, and then a sign flies by in the wind and hits the bird. But Sakamoto is cool, and he saves it. And there's, like, a whole sequence of him, like, jumping in the river and the bird getting caught up in a tornado. 
but when he jumps in the river, he lands on, like, a piece of, like, wood, so he's still, like, he's riding it down the river into, like, the typhoon that now yeah. appeared, and it's just, like, it's at this scene where I was like, oh, Bayonetta was actually a very good comparison for this show. <laughs> this is very Bayonetta-esque. Uh, and he, he jumps up to save the bird, and as he does so, the sky breaks, and it <sighs> is sunny and blue. <sighs> and he did it. The bird flies away safely. And then uh, we're back in class, and this boy, his name's Sarah, which I, I knew, but I kept calling him Blonde Boy. So we'll see what happens here. Um, <laughs> he's showing off to some girls that he's in a magazine uh, for fashion, and he kind of tells them, they're definitely not interested, but he's like, oh, I could help you guys with your day-to-day fashion. And they're like, but we wear uniforms. Um. And then a girl comes into the classroom and she has a newspaper. And in the newspaper, there's a picture of Sakamoto saving the bird. Wow. Whoa. And they they gush all over him. And then Sarah is like, fuck you. <laughs> what the hell? I'm popular. Um, and then they're learning about Japanese history. The teacher asks a question. Sakamoto gets up to answer and he has like a, d- a mnemonic device to remember it. And everybody's like, oh, wow. So smart. So smart. And then as he goes to sit back down, Sarah grabs the chair out from under him and he just fucking sits in midair. Post up. Just the the muscles it takes. The precision. Incredible. Um, And then we see them doing PE and they're like playing against each other. And Sakamoto shows him up again. Um, (coughs) Sorry. and then he, he just hates it. Sarah just hates it. Um, and he goes to get a drink of water. But as he presses the button, he gets spurted in the face. And the fountain had a do not use sign on it because it's broken. This and was then, probably one of my, this is probably my favorite line of the show. Where as a guy just walks by casually and goes, hey, guess what? The thing's broken. <laughs> Dumbass. And keeps walking. <laughs> That's it. That's all that guy does. You were not helpful, sir. It feels very, like, genuine high school. Yeah, I love it. That was one of my favorite parts. Um, So he takes the sign off as he sees Sakamoto approaching with a whole bunch of girls. And as he goes to get a drink, the water erupts. But somehow, he just knew that was going to happen. So he just, like, lets it fly up. And he, like, gets it all over him. And then he turns to the girls and he's like, sorry, ladies, hope you don't mind. I, I went first. And they're just like, ah! <laughs> Look at him. He's wet. He's so wet. He's dripping. So, just so wet. <laughs> um, and then they're back in class. The teacher says that they have half an hour to answer a question. And then there's a bee and everybody starts freaking out. They lose their goddamn minds. And the girls... Everyone to the bunker! (laughs) In the panic room, now! (laughs) The girls just leave, and they close the door, and the boys are, like, stuck in there, and they're like, what the fuck? Hold on, what? Why? Uh, We gotta address this. There is a dangerous problem of people locking people into, like, rooms with danger in this school. Yeah, do these doors just automatically lock? (laughs) It is a safety hazard. Yeah. Um, and then the teacher's like, wait, take off your clothes because bees move. They are attracted to things that are black and move. 
I'm not following Which word I this time. Never heard before. Me no, neither. I've never heard that. Yeah, teacher. I don't know about this. <laughs> go also, on. maybe teach. don't shout to your classroom of children. Everyone, take off your clothes. I'm an yeah, old man. <laughs> I'm an old man, and you are all young boys. Take this it is off. What, this is why, conveniently, all the girls left the room. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. at least they had enough sense to be like, okay, let's not use this to uh, uh, get <laughs> teen titties in here. Yeah. We're getting teen man titties. <laughs> For sure. Um, but so they all take off their clothes, but Sakamoto is still just sitting calmly doing his work. And, uh, Sarah's upset now that he looks like a coward. (laughs) Um, and he, like, rolls up a book, and the bee lands on Sakamoto's head, so he goes to smack it off of his head. But then Sakamoto dodges. (gasps) And the bee flies off. And then the blonde boy falls down. And it is at this point that I was like, oh my god, he's fat! Got a little pudge. Yeah, Sarah's chubby. I love it. Because he's, he's like he's like the fashionable guy, you know? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, but so then Sakamoto attacks the bee with his like pencil compass thing. And they get into an intense battle. And he can go in for the kill. But instead, he grabs it with the compass like chopsticks. And he makes a pun that is... Very kindly explained on screen. <laughs> Thank you, subtitles. He says, Manor Beans, which is apparently a game that is used to improve chopstick skills. Very good. <laughs> Very good. And then he lets the bee go free. And everybody's like, oh, wow, great. And then Sarah's like, oh, I guess I'm a fan of him now. <laughs> um, And then... People laugh at Sarah's boxers because they were striped black and yellow. But he's, like, happy because he thinks he's funny. They're like, oh, he's like, oh, they're laughing at me. That, that must mean I'm funny. I'm a comedian now. <laughs> I pivoted based on this one um, moment that's going so well for me. Yes. Um, and then the teacher's like, okay, well, like, back to class. Let's let's all answer this question, remember? And then Sakamoto's like, oh, I already have the answer. I was answering it while you all were being buffoons and freaking out. Um, and then the blonde boy tries to make a pun, but nobody laughs. This moment was so good. The absolute silence and fade to black. <laughs> jarring. Just not. And he still eats it up. He still revels in it. Yes. Um, and then he talks to Sakamoto after class. And he says, like, I've decided to be a comedian. And I was hoping that you would be my partner. Um, And then Sakamoto says something. I forget exactly what it was, but he sets him up for like a slapstick joke where the punchline is to hit Sakamoto and Sarah misses. (laughs) So then Sakamoto is like, I decline. And then we get the ending, which is chill. We just see Sakamoto doing some stuff. Um, And then after the ending, we see the bullies playing volleyball again, just at night at school in the field and they're like how long do we have to play volleyball for and then they drop it and then they're like let's just go home (laughs) (laughs) please i'm so tired and that's the first episode as their sisyphusian punishment yeah perpetually playing volleyball yeah so i uh i the only way i could describe like the tone and the dramatics of this show was uh uh this is uh jojo with no stakes Yes. And it is perfect because it's uh it's sort of that same style of animation as well. 
of just like some boys are very beautiful, some are ugly but very detailed, so it's still like good looking artwork. <laughs> and it has uh-huh. that look and just like uh especially with like dancing around the fire, that that really solidified it of like, ah, this is just a a dumb high school boy with no power stand. <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me just dance at this fire and try to put it out. Yes, his secret techniques yeah, which yeah. we will get into. Uh, the f- dueling with the bee really solidified that statement for me. Yeah. Because like, it's not just like, haha, on guard. It's just like big action like the compass clangs with the bee stinger. You see this big flash of light. And it's just like, this is ridiculous. And I'm fully here for it. Absolutely. And luckily, for once, they know it's ridiculous and they're going for it. <laughs> I mean, JoJo does too, but JoJo's know, just the one that still, started it. We've seen a lot of other shows that have done shit like this and tried to take it seriously. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's nice to. Yeah. Uh, Refreshing. Yeah. So, episode two, uh, we see uh, Sakamoto is trying to feed his bird friend. Uh, he's climbed up a tree to a birdhouse and he's trying to bring food to it, but it's not there. Does this uh, count as animal sidekick? Because it's a bird in two episodes now. Oh, mm-hmm. eh? interesting. We'll put a question mark. Yeah. Well, this is open. We would need to watch more. I feel. Yeah. I feel like Brendan, you're gonna <laughs> continue with this. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. While he's up in the tree, he overhears uh, uh some bullying happening uh below him. Uh. This. Uh. Uh. uh God, my sorry, I'm lost in my notes. Name's Kubo, yeah, nerd or Kabota. Kabota, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a boy, Kabota. He's being bullied by uh, two older kids. They're like taking his lunch money, and he's like, "No, boy, what am I gonna tell my mom that I keep running out of money? Oh no, oh beans." Uh, <laughs> and so uh, Sakamoto jumps down, and he's like, "Hey, um." Uh, what what's all that about? He's like, oh, they they just take my money. I don't know what to do. I need help. And he's like, hmm, interesting. Good luck with that. And starts to walk away. <laughs> oh, well. Sucks to suck, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's like, uh, but uh, you're not gonna help. Uh, I thought you were so cool. I thought you were so great. What 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 happens? I I can't live like this without any money. So naturally, Sakamoto is like, ah, I see. Well, the real answer is. We're both gonna start working at McDonald's, so you'll have more money. Yay! Wait, technically, McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> That's uh, my favorite anime thing. Always McDonald's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they both start working at McDonald's, and the manager is like, "Okay, you're both new. You're both gonna start out in the back." And Sakamoto's like, well, uh, uh, how's my hair? It's not too messy for work, right? And she's like, oh, I'm in love with this teenage boy. You're on the <laughs> register now. You're the face of this company. Yeah. Uh, so he gets put up front, and uh, Kubota is, uh, uh, like, on mop duty, and he's not very good at it, and the manager's kind of giving him shit. Um, so... Uh, the boy is uh, sort of scheming on like, oh, I didn't really want a job, but I, oh, I got to figure out how to get money fast. Uh, but then they get a big lunch rush because everyone is so in love with Sakamoto. They can't not order from him when they see him in the food court. Mm-mm. 
Uh, Too handsome. Oh, just such a pretty boy. And all the girls are like, I'll have a burger. Can I have a smile on the side? You would look so much prettier if you smiled. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And... Uh, so they get through the lunch rush. Uh, uh, Kabuta's like on the French fry station. He's starting to get the hang of it, and the manager's like, "Hey, you're you're really pulling your weight now. You're you're getting the hang of things. Wow, this is a weird lunch rush. I don't know why." <laughs> Came out of nowhere, <laughs> huh? Um, so uh, some time passes. They get to their first payday, and they're gonna. And he's dreaming about all the stuff he's gonna buy. And uh, Sakamoto comes in, and he's like, hey, where are you going to get with your first paycheck? He's like, hmm, a new protractor. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> yeah, big old That's the thing. dork. A, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, back out on the floor, uh, the bullies come in, and they see that Kabuta is working, and... They're like, hey, uh, he's g- scrounging up some more money for Wait, us. Wait, though. I want to I want to say the part where the three the three the three they're not really bullies anymore. Just those three boys. Hooligans. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So good. They they come in and the beanie boy orders something and then he like gets nervous and the other two are like, "No, come on, say it." And he's just say. like, "Can I also get a smile, please?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. He's so gay for Sakamoto. I just want to see him happy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's working so hard to earn that money. Uh, Anyway. Anyways, the the reformed bullies are there, but then the new bullies come in and they're like, Hey, Kabuta, give us your money. We're going to meet you at the park after work. Uh, Just avoid that park. Just don't go to that park. Yeah, for real. I don't understand. (laughs) I tell you (laughs) where he's going to be. Take the alternate path. Go over a block. Yeah, walk take around. one block away. <laughs> it's it's not that hard. He's nervous. <laughs> yeah, if you're scared, don't go towards the dangerous thing. <laughs> oh but man, anyways. I don't like that. It's why I avoid stables. <laughs> oh my god. Well, luckily you live in Los Angeles, and there aren't a lot of stables to come across. Hey, he's the closest one of the three of us to the Burbank Horse District. <laughs> Shit, that's a thing. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? You best uh, keep your ass out of Burbank, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a part of Burbank that's so equestrian that you can ride horses on the street. Oh, God, no. Yeah, don't go there. I don't need this. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways. Anyway. Again, besides anyway. <laughs> uh, him, uh, uh, Brendan, avoiding uh, an entire city for now, mm-hmm. uh, let's let's get back to this. So Kabuta, so of course, sorry. walks past the park, and the bullies are like, hey, hey, dipshit, give us your money. And he's about to give them the money, uh, his his first paycheck he worked so hard for, but then he remembers Sakamoto in the beginning saying like, hey, if you're not going to protect your money, no one will. So he's like, you know what, bullies? I walked my butt all the way up to you, and I was about to give you money, but now, No! <laughs> uh so of course they're like wow you are an idiot and they kick his ass uh but as he's uh getting his ass kicked sakamoto comes up and uh 
Oh, uh, while they were at the park, they were talking about how uh, Sakamoto forgot a bunch of items from their order. Uh, but Sakamoto he, is here to deliver. So he he uses like their coffee creamer and like blinds them, throws it at them. He he blows <laughs> so good. He blows cold air with a straw into their ear. And he's he's that just, one was weird to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not strange. very intimidating, and also <laughs> not super cool. Kind of sensual, vaguely sensual. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Sakamoto's like, now, Kabuta, use your skills you learned in the kitchen. Uh, so he, like, picks up sand from it and, like, throws it at him, like, salting french fries. Pocket sand! Pocket sand! <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, so he he uses his uh, burger style to uh, defeat <laughs> the enemies. Yeah. burger stand. Arnold McWonald. McDonald's. Is his stand uh, uh, that uh, McSabbath, the McDonald's-themed Black Sabbath cover band? Is that his music theme? Oh, my God. Sorry? Oh, do you not know about Mac Sabbath? Why would I? Yes. Everyone stop the episode, Google Mac Sabbath real quick, and you'll you'll find there is a McDonald's-themed Black Sabbath cover band. The Grimace just looks like gritty. Holy shit. <laughs> Mary McCheese has tough. Wow. Yep. There's a picture of them with Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, they're legit. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Weird. Uh, but this is sorry. a weird episode, guys. <laughs> this is a weird episode. Sorry. sorry, we have some weird energy going on here. But uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, they fight off the bullies, but of course Kabuta is all beat up and. He's like, hey, thank, thank you for uh, standing up. And Sakamoto's like, hey, you stood up for your pride. It's not about the money. It's about uh, being a man. Uh, and Sakamoto, of course, is like, but hey, I'm still on the clock. I got to get back to work. And just dips. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that sort of ends our first half. And we come back in uh, with a girl in class sitting in front of Sakamoto, sort of just dreamily looking back at him, trying to catch his eye. Uh, But uh, he is looking through her, literally, because he's still writing down the stuff on the board. So she is so mad that uh, she's not catching his attention. Uh, So uh, we see this is Aina. Uh, this is like the most popular mm-hmm. girl in school. Uh, all the boys are in love with her, and she's such a flirt. But there's one person that she can't crack, and it's Sakamoto. Uh, so of course, yes, he's he's resistant to her wily charms. Uh, so he uh, she's running us through her process on uh, how to flirt with boys, and uh, she's gonna finally crack Sakamoto in class. Uh, so we see. Uh, a bunch of uh, boys flirting with her, but she uh, breaks away. Uh, she's gonna uh, ask Sakamoto to uh, tutor her, because she's just a dumb little girl that needs a man to teach her. I'm, and- like, so bad at math, is what she <laughs> oh says. Oh my god, I just need help. You're just so smart and handsome and good. <laughs> uh, so... Her first tip is uh, you want to sit on a boy's left side, especially in class if he's writing stuff, because most people are right-handed, so that arm is a barrier, and you want to be close. But 
Sakamoto is ambidextrous and is she, writing his notes with both hands. Who and known? He's like writing from the inside out. So she's like, oh no, with every passing second, the barrier gets wider and wider as his arms stretch <laughs> out to get to the edges of the paper. Because he's not writing in like a notebook like a normal student. He's writing in like a scroll. So it's expanding more and more yeah. and stretching it out. <laughs> um, uh, she says her next tip is you have to uh, call a man by his full name, but she can't remember his full name. <laughs> she only knows Sakamoto. She doesn't so, know his first name. She's like, um, I'm sorry. I don't even know your full name. Let's get to know each other. And as he starts to uh, introduce himself, there are some rival uh, girls on the other side of the classroom who are watching and are anti Ina. And they scratch the uh, blackboard as uh, she's asking, and, and she misses his name. Oh, no, no intimacy can come. They're on last name basis. She says, she says oh, in her shucks. head, he's not allowed to say it on air. <laughs> Just like <laughs> fully calling out that it's a show. Love it. Meta. <laughs> uh, she says their next tip is to mimic the person's actions so they build familiarity. Uh, so he... Starts, like, picking up a ruler, and she's doing the same. And then he quickly just starts building, like, paper craft and doing, like, origami stuff. And moving so fast, she's like, I can't follow at all. Oh, God. Oh, no. What is happening? And he makes a tiny paper wastebasket. He's like, ah, now my pencil shavings can go in a proper receptacle. (laughs) This is more absurd than fighting the bee. Yes, it was beautiful. It's just Excellent. a beautiful, tiny little origami uh, trash can. Yeah. Yes. Um, so uh, she goes to her last resort, and he's like, okay, if uh, you're trying hard and they're giving you nothing, uh, just ignore them. Walk away, and, and your absence will make the heart grow fonder. So she's like, well, I'm out of here, Sakamoto, and uh, walks away. And then Sakamoto's like, holy shit. There's a dog outside. <laughs> <laughs> Most relatable moment of the show. <laughs> and just sees a cute dog walking and is completely oblivious that she left. And, he and says, we have a guest on the school grounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we go to the uh, uh, next time they're in class. Uh, she's like, oh, I, uh, I want to get to know you a little better. Let's play with this Ouija board. Let's, let's talk to some ghosts. I'm scared. Because her ploy is if you do something fearful together, that fear is a bond that will uh, uh, bind you forever. Yes. Uh, and uh, the other rival girls come in and they're like, hey, uh, fuck you. We're going to play too. You're not going to build any intimacy here. And uh, Sakamoto's we like, we see your games. Haha, we see your literal games. <laughs> <laughs> your cursed games. Uh, and Sakamoto's like, oh, I think you three ha- uh, have this handled. So, um, yeah, I'm going to sit this out and just watch. Oh, and also, um, I can't remember if it was here or before. Uh, he, what was the name of the manga he's reading? Um Oh, yeah, something of, like, charming men, or how to charm a man and something, something. Or, or well, no, because- I think this was earlier, but he was reading a manga called Crystal Power and Lapis Lazuli. And I was oh, like, yeah. 
is that a Steven Universe thing? Because I looked it up and it's not anything. I, I mean, it could just be like a funny thing that he. it's like, oh, he's reading a, a magical girl manga. Yeah, it might be that. Lapis Lazuli is usually associated with like royalty. It's like a specific type of gem. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But it could be. I I'd, don't know. I'd be very, very surprised if it was a Steven Universe cut. <laughs> I wanted it yeah. to be. That's that's all I cared about. Anyway, caught up on it? <laughs> um, so yeah, you start playing with the Ouija board, all the girls, and they're all fighting each other. And they start asking, like, insulting questions. I didn't write down what they were specifically asking. Sort of talking about, like, uh, is, is uh, Ina just, like, a flirt, and is she uh, n- not Sneak. hot shit? The schemer? <laughs> yeah, because uh, her name, her last name is, like, it means dark schemer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Uh, but uh, they just keep fighting each other, trying to, like, incriminate Ina, and she's too strong, and she's uh, <laughs> forcing it where she needs it to go. And she's like, oh, no, it's saying it's no. I'm such an innocent spirit. Even the ghosts know this. Um, this is also a JoJo's moment of, like, as soon as they ask that, like, her face gets real dark and intense and a lot of detail, and she fights them off by herself. <laughs> uh, and then they finally ask one last question, and they all push so hard. Uh, sort of like, who's who does Sakamoto like the most? And they all try to push it towards the first letter of their names, but they accidentally throw the chip. And that means the spirit is loose. Uh, dun, dun, dun! Uh, what are they going to do? Uh, and with the spirit being loose, of course, Sakamoto becomes possessed <gasps> by, like, a cat spirit? It's a, a fox? fox spirit. Or yeah. fox spirit. I have to look this one up. Uh... So yeah, he's possessed, and he's like, oh no, I am a ghost. I have possessed this young boy. The only way I'll leave is if you build me a shrine. But it has to be before the end of the class period. And they're like, oh shit, we have to build a shrine in 20 minutes. Oh god, uh, let's use the desks, because uh, that, that, that'll be the quickest way to do it. We gotta save our pretty boy. Because uh, he's like, yes, I will bring this vessel back to the mountains. And they're like, no, Sakamoto! <laughs> Who gets spirited away. Ah. <sighs> uh, so they uh, start uh, using the desk to build a shrine gate. Uh, it has to be like six feet tall, so they're ta- stacking them high. And one of the girls is about to have a desk fall on her, but Ina uh, saves her and gets in the way. Uh, and finally, they build this shrine gate using teamwork, and Sakamoto comes back. He climbs up to the top desk, and then he's like, Oh no, where am I? Uh, what is happening? How did I get here? Uh, but finally, at the end, working together through teamwork, they're uh, like, hey, you're, you're not so bad. And Sakamoto's like, yeah, if you make quarreling parties work together, it's the fastest way to make sure they'll become friends. Um, Hooray! Hooray! But then he uses some mind powers. He says, like, (laughs) ah, humans are so easy to get to work together. Yeah, that was a little. He uses a power (laughs) and he's like, classroom, reset! And all the desks fly back to where they are. (laughs) It's like, hmm, okay. So maybe Sakamoto's an alien? Uh, uh, An eldritch being? Who knows? God. He is now Ghost Man. But that's (laughs) that's episode two. This is how the bitchy trio of girls trope starts. Because now we get the three girls bonding together over their love and 
Ina is Regina George. Exactly, yeah. It, it's only going to end up for more trouble for people down the line. So, episode three starts off with the gang of hooligans, Beanie and them, uh, giving gifts to their mafia Don boss? Their high school mafia boss? Yeah. And he gives him, like, a biscuit or something, and the boss is mad because he's like, I just had this, you know, dry, you know, what do you have, like, cake or something. He's like, if I get a biscuit now, my mouth's all going to be tried out for next class. Do you want me to have a dry mouth? And he, like, throws it back at him, like, kind of pissed off. He got the wrong treat. And we see a few other students there. One of them's just smoking, and he's another pretty boy. And, like, I guess they're in high school, but the boss is definitely just a full-grown man. Yeah, like, but he's, he's a full adult. I think he's supposed to be a second year because he's in charge of the first years and then the pretty boy is in charge of the second year, so he must be a third year. Yeah, it's... They play it off like they're in high school and, like, all of them could pass, but this guy's just definitely a full adult. This guy. He's this Wario. Guy. Hello, he's fellow wa- kids. <laughs> War- yeah, I'll call him Wario. <laughs> uh, Wang! <laughs> he says, like, ah, I got some sophomore doing some errands for me. He's pretty good. And he whistles. And right as he whistles, we see Sakamoto just sprinting across the schoolyard. And there's, like, a broom laying over a barrel. And he throws, like, a bundle of rocks on the other end of the broom and catapults himself up to, like, the third floor of the school building. And uh, Sakamoto just, like, rolls in. He's like, ah, hello, boss. Here are your sandwiches. And his boss is like, ah, there you go. This is a treat. This is a good treat. And everyone's, like, gushing about the presentation of the sandwiches because they're just, they're vending machine sandwiches, but the way Sakamoto presented them made them taste better i guess and they're all they all love him everyone loves sakamoto he's great and then we see uh sakamoto walking away and he bumps into the mcdonald mcdonald's kid again and i love that because in the last episode he talked about with his money he might get his hair straightened to try and be prettier and in this episode his hair is straightened now i thought it was just a great like detail (laughs) you do you mcdonald's build that confidence yeah. <laughs> and uh he's McDonald's is basically saying, like, hey, I think they're taking advantage of you. Like you maybe not want to like just do everything they say. And Sakamoto's like, no, it's our duty to serve our upperclassmen. They've been through stuff and we have to learn from their experiences. So we have to take care of them. And uh right as he says that he gets uh, he we hear another whistle and he's like, the whistle. I'm called to it. I'm compelled to. And he runs off. The bell. What is it? The ringing of the bell. The ringing of the you. bell compels you. <laughs> and then uh, when he runs up to Wario, he's like, hey, I'm thirsty. Get me a drink. He's like, what do you want? He's like, ah, whatever. So Sakamoto runs over to a vending machine and I'm presuming it's coffee. And he gets all of the, like, a bunch of different flavors of, like, canned coffee. And he mixes them all together and shakes it up. And he presents it. And he's like, ah, it's a coffee blend. And the boss drinks it. And he's like, oh, shit. This is good. A unique blend to this campus. Yeah, (laughs) because it's just what's ever in the vending machine. And uh, all the other, like, thugs are there. It's like, oh, well, give me a peach one. It's like, oh, give me a passion fruit one. He's like, sure, if you would line up right by the counter over here. And it's just, like, the sink. Like, the outside sinks. And Uh all of them line up as if it's, like, a store. Oh, my Uh, God. Ah! (laughs) And uh, Wario asks to borrow uh, Sakamoto's gym clothes. And Sakamoto just starts measuring him. He's like, oh, you won't be able to fit in my gym clothes. But, and Sakamoto runs off to, like, he has a home ec class or something and gets all the sewing machines and just sews him his own gym clothes with, like, a specific blend of, like, 
cotton or something so it helps absorb the sweat without releasing a smell. And he's, uh, ma- uh, was it mammograms? Was it embroiders? Uh, embroiders. Ma- ma- in- <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of monogrammed, but there it's it is. not monogrammed. It's his <laughs> <Yeah>. whole name. <laughs> Mammograms, something medical with the boobies. Uh, yeah, embroiders. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> he embroiders sweat uh, the gym clothes and the warrior wears in the class, and everyone's like, oh, wow, that looks so good. How do you get that? I want that. He's like, it's a secret, boys. Ha <laughs> ha, wink. And I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> so we were a weirdly delicate moment with the boss. <laughs> and then we just see the Sakamoto doing a bunch of stuff for him, getting him his food, catering to him, massaging him, all this stuff. And uh, one of the other pretty boys that's smoking in the gang says, like, hey, boss, I think you're relying too much on the Sakamoto character. He's making you soft. You're getting lazy. You're not doing anything. And uh, boss like, nah, it's good. It's fine. He's like, but now that he mentions it, I do have to start thinking of new stuff to make Sakamoto do because I'm running out of stuff to tell him. And when Sakamoto appears next time, he's like, ah, here we go. Sakamoto, uh, serve me as best to your abilities. Your next order is to trust your instincts and do whatever you think would help me the best. And then cuts to the bo- uh, Wario in the bathroom laughing, just kind of like, ah, it's a me, I won. And uh, just saying he like got one over on Sakamoto. And right as he reaches for the toilet paper, he sees it's out. He's like, ah, oh, damn it. And Sakamoto just appears in front of them. <laughs> Drops down from the ceiling. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff Sakamoto done did so far, which is ridiculous. This is the first one I would put as just, like, literal, unrealistic expectation of a literal child. Because, <laughs> like, he just appears. He, like, Naruto teleports <laughs> in. And he's got toilet paper there for his aftercare, quote-unquote. Very delicate way of saying wiping your asshole. <laughs> and uh, he boss goes to leave, and he knows his shoes are missing. He's like, ah, oh, where are my shoes? He looks over, and Sakamoto's warming his shoes over, like, a little Bunsen burner. And he's like, ah, I got them to the right temperature. They got a nice medium roast to them. And the boss is like, why the fuck are you roasting my shoes? What? No one does this. <laughs> he reaches for the shoe and it burns them. And he's like, ah, yes, the outside of the shoe is at a nice perfect roast. But the inside's pretty fucking hot. It's like, okay, Sakamoto, why'd you do this? Uh, and Mario starts like freaking out. He's like, all right, I, get away from me. Just leave me alone. Like, leave me, like, let me go home. And Sakamoto's like, oh, you want to go home? Perfect. I'll get your carriage. And we just see him fly around the corner, like, drifting. And he's got, like, the janitor's <laughs> wash bucket for his mop. And the boss is just like, no, fuck this shit. And Sakamoto just starts, like, running him down, like, after him. Really intense. So Wario tries to escape, and he goes to the gym equipment room. And he starts piling up all these, like, uh, hurdles, like, f- for gymnastics and stuff in front of the door to try and keep Sakamoto out. And he starts getting freaked out, and uh, the boss tries to call one of his underlings, um, saying, like, Sakamoto's gone nuts, you gotta get me out of here, you gotta help me out. And while he's on the phone, we just see, the sc- like, a school uniform jacket cover up the only window, so it makes the whole room darker. And the Mario just starts, like, freaking out, like, oh god, he's gonna kill me. And it's just <laughs> He's down, in the house. Yeah, <laughs> I just wrote down, I'm like, this is some, like, Jordan Peele-level shit. <laughs> like, the <laughs> maniacs in the mailbox! <laughs> this oh, whole, no! <laughs> this whole episode just had a very, like, horror movie-esque, like, slasher feel to it, yeah. at least for me. And I kind of loved it. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Me too. 
and uh, we see Sakamoto is indeed in that room, but he took all the equipment and moved it around and made just a bedroom for the boss to sleep in overnight. And he's like, I'll read you gentle lullabies as you fall asleep. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, okay. Sakamoto's out of his goddamn mind. And we see the next day the hooligans, Beanie and them, getting lunch, and they look over and they see Wario buying his own lunch for once. Weird. And they find out that Sakamoto was relieved of his duties because he was freaking the boss out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we had a little intermission break. And then the second part of the episode, it's Sakamoto helping McDonald's uh, with his studying because he's bad at class. So Sakamoto is, of course, getting perfect grades in class. He got like 120 on his gym exam, uh-huh. which is just not even possible. But he is superhuman, so it makes sense. <laughs> And while they're studying at McDonald's uh, house, we hear his mom like coming upstairs with these big, like elaborate, like cupcake-looking things and tea. Uh, she's very dressed up, and McDonald's is like, "Ah, shit! My mom's coming! You gotta hide!" So <laughs> Sakamoto dives under the bed to hide from his mom. She's like, "Oh, I thought I heard Sakamoto." It's like, "No, nah, it's just me talking to myself." It's like, "Okay," and she leaves. And we hear like, "All McDonald's. right, my only son." <laughs> <laughs> I would just accept talks to himself like a crazy person. And uh, she's disappointed Sakamoto's not there. And when she leaves, we hear McDonald's talking to himself in his head like, oh, yeah, my mom is in love with Sakamoto. She's like, well, yeah, who is it? Get on board. (laughs) Get to the back of the line. (laughs) It's it's not that surprising. And uh, we find out, like, no, she's, like, all the girls at school, like, had a crush on him and stuff. Like, she's in love with him to an unhealthy degree with your your son's high school friend. So... Uh, we get a flashback to McDonald's first brought Sakamoto over. He's like, oh yeah, here's my friend. He's here to help me study. Sakamoto's there and he takes his shoes off and he bows properly. He's like, oh, thank you for having me. Here, I brought you this gift of assorted seashells to show my appreciation. (laughs) That was one where I was like, this is such a specific gift, but I'm pretty sure every mom I know would love it. It's a weirdly, (laughs) weirdly appropriate mom gift. Ooh, I have a weird glass bowl I can put it in on a coffee table. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we used to have a jar of seashells in my bathroom. There you go. Yeah, I was thinking it's (laughs) always the bathroom is, like, beach-themed, I guess, because it, like, you would think it gets rid of the smell, or you can have an ocean candle in there. I don't know. Yeah, I was from a beach town, so I thought that was just, like, a local thing, but no, it's everywhere. No, it's... (laughs) I'd go to the Jersey Shore during the summer. Yeah, it's there. Seashells everywhere. And cigarette butts and needles. Jersey Shore is disgusting. Don't go. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and we see uh, his mom starts gushing over Sakamoto. And she's even, like, comes in with the video camera. Like, oh, here are the boys studying. Look at Sakamoto. And McDonald's like, yo, mom, chill. And she's like, oh, you should stay for dinner. And she cooks, like, a fully roasted turkey dinner. And it's very elaborate. And it's just, like, it was... Weird seeing this, but it was, like, played comedically. It wasn't until the dinner where I saw her husband sitting next to her while she's trying to feed Sakamoto, where I was like, yo, this is uncomfortable now. (laughs) See, I feel bad. And he just looks so upset. He's just, like, holding his newspaper, like, Oh, man. (laughs) Losing my wife to a high schooler. So that's why McDonald's asks him to hide anytime he's over now. And uh, while they're studying, he realizes, like, ah, shit, I forgot my science book at school. Let me go back and get it. And uh, when he leaves, uh, he goes to leave, and he's like, oh, Sakamoto, I'll text you if anything happens. Wait, you don't have a cell phone. You know, another example of you know, rich, popular kid without the cell phone. 
And uh, he's like, here, you can borrow one of these. So for some reason, McDonald's has two cell phones. I'm thinking he's a drug dealer. That's my headcanon. Maybe it's I've his seen old Breaking one. Bad. I know how this goes. No. I burner phones. He, oh, yeah. He's the Gus Fring of <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And uh, so he leaves. And when he leaves, his mom notices the front door with the shoes. And she opens up like the little closet by the front door and notices Sakamoto's shoes were hidden in there. And she's like, ha ha, I knew it. I could sense you were here, my lover. I could smell the- your feet, boy. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> feet, boy. And she starts looking for Sakamoto. And he. we just see, like, it, actually, this is where I put the note of, like, this feels like Jordan Peele. Because she walks into the room, and Sakamoto's up in the corner of the ceiling. And then he, like, grabs the top of the door. you guys see Hereditary? Frame. Because that's something that happens in Hereditary. <laughs> oh, no. D- genuinely too scared to see Hereditary. I hear it's terrifying. <laughs> Uh, but we see him oh. like Sakamoto grab the doorframe and like whip himself across the like hallway into the next room, and he's just hiding in all these places and she's looking for him. And I don't get why he doesn't just hide in one of the spots she already looked instead of finding a new spot every time. That's a good point. That's less be, interesting, Brendan. It'd be really boring to watch. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> at one point he's just in the washing machine, but you can see him through the glass door on the washing machine. <laughs> So I was like, why? <laughs> That's what they got me, though. Um, so he keeps running around hiding. And uh, one of the last spots is he's in the bathtub. But there's, like, a cover to it. Like, a rolling cover. So uh, his mom, like, rolls over half of it. And then Sakamoto's still in the other half that's still covered. She's like, all right, he's not there. And as she's walking away, uh, McDonald's calls him. And she's like, hey, Sakamoto, I'm going to stop by a store. Do you want some pudding or some rice cakes? And it's just like... Why did Sakamoto answer it? Why is it so loud? <laughs> There's a lot of questions I have in this moment. He put it on speakerphone? Yeah, like, you can clearly hear him from the other room. And uh, so uh, his mom runs back in and is like, I knew you were in here. And right as she, like, dives at the bathtub, Sakamoto slides out, turns on the shower head to spray her with water. And he picks up the phone and he's like, I want rice cakes. And then he dips out of the bathroom <laughs> and <it> keeps running. <laughs> <laughs> no mention to the mom attacking or anything. No, he's he knows what's happening. <laughs> Sakamoto Your mom can found me. <laughs> I'm dead. She's after me. She's in the house, and uh, she sees his wet footprints like running across the floor out to the balcony. So she runs out and sees a bunch of like blankets and sheets tied together, like running off the balcony like a rope. She's like, "Oh no, he escaped! I lost him again!" And I just see Sakamoto in a shirt. On the clothing line that's dry, and he's just standing in it. Like, you can see his face and legs sticking out. It's just, like, so dumb, but so funny. (laughs) And then uh, we see her go back inside, and she starts watching, like, uh, this, like, romance movie. And the main actor in it, the main love interest, is, like, an exact clone of Sakamoto. Like, he looks just like him. So it's like, ah, that's where her obsession comes from. And Sakamoto's, like, wrapped up in the curtains behind her, you know, like, in the window leading out to the balcony. It's like, why'd you come inside, man? Stay out on the balcony. <laughs> uh, and then she goes to get uh, dinner ready after watching the movie. And Sakamoto walks in. He's like, ma'am, I have to tell you something. She's like, I know it! And she, like, dives at him like a fucking maniac. She's just gone full feral. And he jumps <laughs> over her, throws a DVD into the DVD player. And right as the DVD starts playing, he lands behind the TV 
and the DVD starts with him jumping from off screen, so it just looks seamless as he lands behind the TV. It looks like he lands in the TV. Immersive. Very well done. And she starts watching it, and it's basically Sakamoto saying, like, I'm back in my TV, my homeland of the digital landscape. I'm not real. I'm digital now. We can't be together. And she's, like, crying. She's, like, because earlier she was saying how it's so much easier to be in love with something you can't be with when it's, like, fictional, like, on TV in a movie. But it's harder when it's real and nearby. So he, like, pretends, like, I'm in a movie now. You can give up lusting after me, you horny broad. (laughs) And... Jesus! (laughs) Jesus! <laughs> She's fucking feral as shit. She is so horny on Maine. <laughs> so uh, she kind of like gives up. It's like, my love, he's gone forever. Excluding her husband she's had a child with and has been married to for presumably at least 18 years. And Yeah, you know. Yeah, whatever. How you see, do. McDonald's comes back and sees his mom crying. I'm like, oh man, well, this is probably for the best. And then after that, uh, Sakamoto starts tutoring him at the library, which could have been done in the first place. Just throwing that out there. And then uh, as uh, we see his mom walking down the street, like, still upset, looking down at her seashell necklace, uh, she passes by Sakamoto and doesn't even see him because she, her head is so far down and she's not it's looking It's like your name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except with a woman who's 20 years older than the guy. I'm sorry, did you... Jump into my TV. Credits. <laughs> Credits. What was your name? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't <Yeah>. you heard? <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Uh, and then we get the end slate with the McDonald's narrating, saying like, "This is the bitter tale of my mom's unrequited love." It's like to her, to your high school friend, and super not your father, which is hmm. weird. <laughs> I get it's for the Maybe comedy. He wants but Sakamoto to be his dad. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> he has such sage <laughs> lessons and advice. I like that he's like, he didn't like beat up the, in the last episode. He didn't beat up the bullies or like give him his own money. He's like, well, just get jobs. It's like, yeah, that's a fatherly thing to do. <laughs> get a job. That's true. That's you'll keep advice. your money and you'll fight for it if you earn it. Yeah. You don't need a handout like the government. <laughs> okay, Dad. All right, Dad. dad all oh, right. you had too much to See drink. See you okay. next Thanksgiving, Dad. <laughs> Bye. Uh, yeah, that's Haven't You Heard. I'm Sakamoto. Ah, and what a wild, Cry. fun ride it was. <laughs> Just absolute <laughs> Absolutely. Nonsense. So good, though. How are we feeling? Good. Are we there yet? Let's discuss. <laughs> Let's crack into this. Yeah, it, it definitely won me over. I I was scared. Yeah. I I genuinely thought it was going to be, oh, this kid is so cool uh, and there's no conflict or anything fun about it because he just automatically wins. But they managed to be clever enough to be like, oh, he's so smart. He's not like directly attacking all these things. He's like using side ways to like solve problems Mm -hmm. of like Mm -hmm. rather than beat up your bullies i'm gonna get you a job at mcdonald's so you learn self-respect it's like okay that's very (laughs) out of the box and i'm very interested and it just breaks past all the standard like high school popularity squabbles in a lot of shows and just goes straight into what's the most absurd answer to this problem yeah, oh, it subverts you want a lot to, of the tropes. Yeah. You want to tell the girl that uh, has a crush on you that you don't like her? Let's have you pretend to be possessed by a fox uh, ghost. 
Who said he was pretending? <laughs> Force her to make friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. I thought, like, because it's split up into chunks like other slice of life anime we've seen, I was kind of like, oh no, like, how are they going to keep it interesting? Like, how are they going to keep it snappy? But it, like, really worked. And, like, all of the segments were so unique that it was like, I'm, I'm interested to see what else they could do here. Yeah, because they also slowly... Like, how wild is it going to get? Yeah, they slowly start to introduce the characters that become recurring. So it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, you're the star of this one. So next episode, you're going to be a background character or, like, be a a B-plot. And it's like, it's interesting that they keep building on it, but are able to have these standalone episodes. Yeah. I liked what the last episode, it gave you, like, the preview of the next episode. And it's like... Uh, next episode, uh, Sakamoto deals with like this, this, and this, and then like a little portrait of the like the, I guess the gym teacher pops up. And he's like, "Yeah, that's right. There's three stories next episode." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's kind of aggressive." <laughs> it's, just, like, a, it's a weird thing to be like bragging about in the preview, <laughs> but like, that caught me off guard. And it's just like little stuff like that, or like when she says like he can't say his name on air, or it's just like mm. it's both like it's very mm-hmm. self-aware and it's subverting all of the tropes of like the high school stuff. I mean, it's kind of the same appeal that, like, got One Punch Man so much popularity, but that was, like, for action, mm. superhero anime. This is for, like, popular slice of life. Yeah, as yeah, soon as we think, got to I the... I think also... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ooh, conflict. No. <laughs> uh, politeness <laughs> off. You go. Canadian <laughs> Uh Yeah, uh, I, as soon as we got to the fire dance thing, I was like, oh, Brendan is gonna love this. This is his sort of dumb humor. It's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please don't, because like when they were doing the dance, they were saying like, "Oh, his hands are making the wind and like weakening the fire." I was like, "Is he really gonna put out the fire by dancing around it?" And I'm like, "That's stupid." And then when the teacher comes in and it's just four times bigger because they're just feeding it air and fueling it, I was like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good show. Um, I was, I was gonna mention. I think, I think it's especially funny to think of it as like, um. This is, like, the main character in every anime. Or, no. Yeah. Like, he's the main character in every anime. And, like, we hear the perspective of the classmates being like, what makes this guy so special? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why is he the chosen one? <laughs> but then he shows you and you're like, oh, okay, that's why. I get it. <laughs> and then you love him. <laughs> yeah. I think that's part of why it works so well is everything is justified. Like, all the characters that are like, ah, oh, he's not he ain't shit uh slowly see him in action and they're like oh no he's incredible (laughs) so there is the conflict of like changing everyone's mind rather than just yeah he's good and everyone knows it and that's it (laughs) we don't know why he's so good at everything but there's no denying he is good at everything if you don't believe us just watch yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I did that so bad. That could have been a, a reference. <laughs> Don't believe you Uh-oh. just watch. Fuck. Oh god. Okay. Well, we're <laughs> we're believe it. Oh, uh, we're not. ruining things by which I mean me. <laughs> My brain is mush. This show this show is so good it also did me in. It's buck wild. <laughs> Strangely enough, we've been on a Uh-oh. good streak. I want to sort of keep it rolling because Brendan had uh, uh, happy things to say about this. Uh, So next week, we're going to watch Africa Salary Man. Oh. And this is a recommendation from Melissa on Twitter. 
Thanks, Melissa. Thanks. And if there's a show you would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us uh, through our email, arewebthereyet at gmail.com, or on Twitter and Instagram at arewebthereyet. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan and uh, check out Bayonetta. They're good games, one and two. And three will be out someday. <laughs> <laughs> we can only dream. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I wish I was as cool as Sakamoto. Fight those bees. Fight those bees.